0: excited to uh, start this podcast uh, talking softball with Coach B. I think there's a lot of opportunities for people to talk about the game of softball, and I think anybody that knows me knows that I'll sit and talk softball all day uh, if they want to. So I want to give people an opportunity to uh, talk about the game, where we are today, uh, where we want to see this game uh, moving forward. May it be a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. Uh, I want it to be a tool that uh, uh, coaches, players, parents, everyone has an opportunity to gain some information about the game that we all spend so much time being a part of. Uh, you know select softball is a is a is a major part of a, a lot of people's lives and, and we play it at a lot of different levels you know we play softball at the local level we play it Uh, obviously regionally and nationally, and there's lots of reasons. You know, some people play it for recreation, uh, and some people play it uh, as an opportunity to improve their game for high school or if they're fortunate enough to advance to uh, have an opportunity to play at the college level. So really what I want to do with talking softball with Coach B is open a platform where people can talk about the game, whatever the questions may be that they may have, whatever the topics are that we come up with, uh, we want to provide good quality information and, and, and an opportunity f- for uh, uh, people to find out more information about the game. We have a lot of anxiety this time of year. Uh, you know, September 1st has kind of become a, a, a key red-letter date uh, in the in the world of, of uh, select softball. You know, it's the first day. This year, it's the first day that uh, Division One college programs can reach out and, and communicate with. Uh, the 2023 uh, prospects, uh, obviously, you know, it's, 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 it's an important time. Uh, it's, it's a time that creates a lot of anxiety uh, for players and their families. But it's the first day. It's not the last day. It's uh, the first day for communications. It's the first opportunity uh, for prospects to see what schools may be interested in them or interested in communicating with them. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that we should put all of the pressure on our shoulders to get a phone call today uh, because, uh, you know, it, it's the start of the process. And if you look at a lot of social media leading up to September 1st, even the college coaches are trying to alleviate some of the pressure from these prospects and from these, these families as to, it's only the beginning. Stay with the process. Do not panic. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel in my role now as a select coach, uh, part of my responsibility is, is obviously to, to, to help guide uh, our prospects in our organization and those that I, I work with to be able to navigate through the recruiting process. And it's changed a lot Uh You know, we changed it three or four years ago and and took the early recruiting uh, component out, which was a great move. Uh, But then the NCAA introduced the transfer portal, and that became another part of the recruiting process. And then obviously over the last year and a half, uh, we've had to deal with COVID and and not having the coaches out at the ballpark and having them uh, get an opportunity to to evaluate talent uh, the way they wanted to that that's kind of slowed the process down or changed the process, and so now we're 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 trying to recover from all of that, and we're trying to guide these young ladies uh, in the right direction. And uh, yes, today's a big day, and those kids that get phone calls today or get contacted on September first, those are kids that are going to, uh, you know, obviously get a start on their process. Um, but there's also a number of players and a large majority of the players in that class may not get a call or, or may not be contacted and we don't want them to think the process is over and uh, you know I think it's it's critical that all of us working with uh, players and, and those especially entering in the 23 class we need to make sure we're guiding them properly and, and we need to make sure that we're not we're not Putting a lot of pressure on them to say, If you didn't get contacted uh, on September first, you're probably not playing Division one softball uh, because that's not that's not the truth. Uh, a lot of these schools are still finishing their twenty two classes, and then also, I think we have to do our due justice and make sure that that we explain this is a division one rule, and this is a division one date uh NCAA Division IIs, they were able to start contacting athletes on June 15th. Uh, The NCAA Division III and NAI and Junior College and other associations have been open uh, to contact athletes all summer. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that that all of our our young ladies that are playing the game right now and hoping to play at the next level know that, uh, yes, September 1st, red-letter date. But it's not the last date. And for those that did get contacted, it's really the first date. It's, it's the date that everything starts for them. And, and for everybody, this is now the time that, that, that they can be contacted and can have interaction. So everyone needs to make sure that they're engaged in the process and doing a really good job uh, of developing their recruiting process and navigating through it uh, to make the right decision. But let's talk about where we are after September 1st. What should we be doing? Well, obviously, those players that were fortunate enough to get contacted uh, early, uh, they need to make sure that they're taking care of their business and doing what they need to be doing. Are they continuing to work on development of their drills and development of, of their personal skills on and off the field and also making sure that they... Uh, get out and, and, and continue to compete uh, in, in good quality events. But I think all of our players need to be looking at that. Uh, if, you, if you got contacted or if you didn't get contacted, and I, and I probably will speak more to those players that may have not got the call that they wanted to get uh, on September 1st, you know, what do we do now? Well, we get to work. You know, we got to make sure we're doing what needs to be done in the process. Are we reaching out to coaches? And when I say we, I mean our, the the prospect, but I also mean the coaches. You know, I look at my situation as a, as a coach of the national team with American Freedom. I need to be doing my job in reaching out to coaches and providing the information that they need about our athletes. You know, this game is becoming very analytic driven. And numbers are becoming key in the recruiting process. And I know one of the things we've got on the schedule and in the near future is we're going to be doing a combine where we do the testing analytics that coaches want to see so that we can provide that information. But, you know, as an athlete, you may not have access to that right now, but there's still a lot you can be doing. You can be reaching out. You can be contacting coaches. You can be attending camps. But then the other thing we all have to be doing with our recruitable age athletes is making sure we're putting them in good quality events that they can go out and compete in against quality competition with college coaches in attendance or at least with a way to get information to the college coaches if they weren't able to attend. Um, You know, a lot of us use Athletes Go Live. There are other platforms out there through Game Changer and and some of the other uh, platforms that that can be used to live stream games, Facebook Live, those things. Providing video is critical. And, you know, the use of social media and using social media properly and, and, and understanding that social media is becoming a major marketing tool in the business world so it has to be a major marketing tool in the recruiting process. But we have to know to use it properly. And we have to know that that we want to be, be providing good quality information for these colleges to be able to evaluate our players. So as we get the fall kicked off, I want to make sure that all of our recruitable age athletes are, are really understanding their role in the process. And, and I know that a lot of us, use recruiting services, and I think recruiting services provide quality assistance in the process, and they are a good resource for our athletes to engage with. But we don't want it to be a situation where we just turn the process over to a recruiting service and say, get me recruited. That's not how it works. The process is, is, is an individual process for each prospect and each prospect needs to know how to navigate through that process so that they can find the right fit for them. It's not the right fit determined by me as the coach. It's not the right fit determined by some recruiting service. It's the right fit that meets all of the needs of each individual, and, and, and that's a tough process today. It, it's tough to really navigate through But if you have good quality resources and people assisting you, you're going to find the right fit.